0: It's happened Um, a couple of days later than we expected, a couple of episodes later than I expected to be predicting um, the full cost. But finally, um, here we have it. The president-elect of the United States of America is Joe Biden. So what does that mean? What's going to happen next? Um, It's not often you hear... Uh, What's going to happen next, surrounding uh, something where someone's just been declared the winner? But um, there is, of course, still things to happen next. It wouldn't be 2020 without it. Um, But that's all to come on episode 50 of the 2020 Vision section of the Politics Unboxed podcast. (laughs) So yes, um, welcome back to the Politics Unboxed podcast. Um, it is currently the eighth of November, so only only five days, um, only five days after the election. But um, it is the time uh, where Joe Biden has made his victory speech, which means the election has been called. And yes, by most major outlets, the election has been called. Um, with the exception of some um, some key states, well, I say key, they aren't actually relevant anymore, but with the exception of um, states like Alaska, which I would have expected to have been able to be called quite a while ago, um, and North Carolina, both of which were the president-leads, and Arizona and Georgia, both of which were the president-elect-leads, um, all the states have been called... ...in the United States presidential election of 2020... ...which puts at current BBC projections... Uh, ...are we using their maps and data uh, for For want of clarity on this... Um, ...after 46 of 50 states calls Donald Trump the president on 214... ...but Joe Biden is the next president on 279 electoral college votes... Um, ...all of which means that, yes, Joe Biden is well on his way to becoming the 46th President of the United States. Um, The 45th person to hold the office since Grover Cleveland is both the 22nd and 24th President of the United States. But um, he is going to be the next... well, uh, person inside the White House. Uh, Before we go over what's going to happen next in the presidential race, let's have a quick flick through where things are happening in the Senate, because the current... um, Makeup of the Senate is 50 Republicans and 42, sorry, 48 Democrats. And in Georgia, God, everything's happening in Georgia. Um, there are two elections still waiting to happen: one the normal election, and one uh, the special election. Um, both of which are going to go to a runoff, which will be held on um, on Jan- uh, January the 5th, I believe, is the date of those to runoffs. It's going to be close in both of those runoffs um, as you would expect from them having to go to runoffs. Um, to look then at the House of Representatives, where it wasn't as good a night for Democrats as expected. Um, we did expect them to be able to extend their lead in the House, but um Democrats have actually lost four seats and currently don't have a majority just based on the uh the seats that haven't been called yet, but um it is all but certain. They are two seats away from majority and they are expected to win quite a lot of the remaining ones. Um so they will keep keep control of the house. Um now I, I very much neglected the gubernatorial races going on. Um they have all now been called. Um they all roughly went the way They were expected to go. Um, All of them were holds for their respective parties, except Montana, which flipped from Democrat to Republican. So now we've gone through all of the uh, different ramifications. The presidential race, back to it. Donald Trump has lost the race in terms of votes counted and votes cast, by the looks of it. Joe Biden has been able to flip the states of Wisconsin, Michigan and Pennsylvania back into the Democratic column and is expected to flip Arizona and Georgia into that Democratic column because he's leading in both of them. Uh, the race will go to a mandatory recount in Georgia and it looks like it's going to go to one in Wisconsin as well, uh, although we are not expecting uh, the the results of those states to flip around because otherwise, uh, well, they would have been counted that way first time around. It is interesting to see Georgia standing on its own in blue, and a little sea of of red around it. But um, it looks like that's the way it's going to go. First time Georgia has gone to the Democrats, although it still remains uncalled um, since 1996, if it were to go that way. I believe same for Arizona, actually. So two states that you wouldn't necessarily have historically predicted flipping, but flipped they have. Um, So what does that mean, then? Well it means that the Trump campaign is annoyed. They expected to win and um, they have been building up this narrative for the past couple of months that um, states and national elections will be stolen, for want of a better word, by mail-in ballots. And to that end, Donald Trump has filed lawsuits in several states. He's filed lawsuits in Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, uh, and North Carolina, I believe, and there is one pending in Wisconsin. Uh, There have been lawsuits in other states as well. Most of them, when they were filed, said stop counting because Trump was ahead when they were filed, but now they have been amended to say disqualify certain ballots. Uh, What it is clear to say, though, however, based off of the actual contents of these lawsuits, is that the lawsuit themselves will not um, change the way the election is going. If we look at Georgia, for example, where uh, former Vice President Biden leads by about 2,000 votes, um, they're only actually suing to annul 53 ballots. Um the same in in Pennsylvania, where even if they get their wish and all of the um ballots which were received after election day but before that three day deadline and postmarked by November third um if they get their wish and all of them are disqualified, Biden still wins because when the Pennsylvania account was certified, they actually left those ballots aside pending a re- uh, pending this um these court decisions so you have to argue what, what is the point of what this Trump campaign is doing? Um, they've so far filed about fourteen lawsuits, and I don't think they've won one yet. They had it tossed out by a, a district judge in Michigan, um, although they will appeal every time it is tossed out until they make it to the Supreme Court, which leads me nicely on to what I think the point of these, um, what I think the point of these lawsuits are they want to push everything as far as they can to the Supreme Court. Of course they do. Um, The Supreme Court is now a conservative's dream. Um, The United States Supreme Court is currently uh, a 6-3 conservative majority after the nomination of um, Amy Coney Barrett and subsequent confirmation. So... Uh, those justices are likely to side on a conservative branch. Now, I'm not saying they will side with a Republican branch, but uh, conservative, at least. Now, those justices are John Roberts, who is the Chief Justice, and is notionally sort of the, the most swingy of swing justices. And then on the um, the conservative side, or nominated by Republicans and confirmed by Republican We have Clarence Thomas, the senior associate justice, Samuel Alito, uh, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. Three of them Trump nominees. Um, Roberts does fit into the conservative one, but he is again, he's becoming more of a swing justice. We'll talk about that perhaps later on in the podcast. Um, I'm facing off against them, (laughs) if we are to call it that adversarially. Stephen Breyer, Sonia Sotomayor, and Elena Kagan, who are all liberal justices appointed and nominated by um, Democratic presidents. So, why bother fighting it all the way up to the Supreme Court? Probably because they think that's where they have the best chance of winning. Uh, a lot of these state Supreme Courts are fairly um, toss-up, or maybe slightly leaning democratic. Um, and it's natural for different state Supreme Courts to have different compositions to the federal one, uh, in a way you wouldn't actually like all... Um, all courts to have the same makeup, up um, But when it's a 6-3 majority, you've got to think carefully if you're a democratic lawmaker before you're making any laws. Now, um, obviously the Supreme Court will act in its most unpartisan of, of manners, especially given the current speculation and fervour around their situation as a 6-3 conservative court when any Trump cases land on their desk, but they were all nominated and appointed because they went a certain way in their previous legal rulings, and it would be out of character for them to change their mind on legal jurisprudence now. So if they're on the court because of their conservative beliefs, they will probably continue to exhibit conservative beliefs whilst they're on the court. Um, Although a most famous example probably being Earl Warren, who was nominated by President Eisenhower uh, as a sort of believed to be an anti-segregation, sorry, uh, a pro-segregationist, he actually ended up writing the opinion in terms of the Brown versus Board of Education um, ruling, which federally criminalised the aspects of segregation in schools. But I've gone slightly off-topic because it's time to talk back about this election. Um, What these lawsuits are trying to do is really pushed quite hard on a lawsuit filed by the Pennsylvania Republican Party back in September which made it all the way up to the United States Supreme Court uh, it was originally heard by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court which sided with um or sided against republicans but when it got to, to the United States Supreme Court this lawsuit which essentially was trying to um redisqualify that um 3-day ballot extension Um, it was a 4-4 tie. Um, No prizes for guessing who that swing justice was who crossed the floor uh, of the courts to go and vote alongside the uh, Liberal bloc. It was, of course, Chief Justice John Roberts. And um, a 4-4 decision means it reverts back to the last highest power who um, discussed it, or deliberated on it, which was the Pennsylvania Supreme Court in that instance. Now, the... Thing here is Amy Coney Barrett is now on the court, so if a similar challenge is brought, obviously it can't be the exact same case, otherwise it would be uh, essentially just a retrial, which wasn't ordered. Um, But if it comes, you would expect Amy Coney Barrett to side with the four conservative justices, Um, and their argument was very much that, um, well, we shouldn't be making the decision on whether this. um, this is lawful or not, it should be going down to the state legislatures. And that's in, um, I think, Article 1, Clause 4 of the Constitution. So it's very much a constitutional argument. But their argument would be a very textualist argument. Uh, They see what's written there and they go, right, the legislature is just the legislative body. Not the entire lawmaking process of a state, just the legislature. Um, and in Pennsylvania, it was not a legislative order which caused the acceptance of the ballots. It was the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania, which, upon a challenge from a plaintiff, brought forward that three-day ballot order. So you would possibly see that ballot order reversed. Now, if that were to set a precedent amongst other states, because you would assume that if a Pennsylvania legal challenge makes it to the court, then um, plenty of other challenges from places like Arizona and Georgia will make it to the Supreme Court. You would expect the decision to go exactly the same way in other states, Um, which could mean that because in places like Arizona and Georgia there are Republican um, institutions that hold the state legislature, then you could see those states clamping down on postal ballots, on um, delayed ballots, or any delayed receipt of ballots, um, and you could start to see a little bit of trickle back towards uh, a tighter election race. Now, I I still don't think that that on its own would disqualify enough ballots to make Joe uh, to make Joe Biden lose some of those states that he's now been projected to win. Uh, it could move Arizona and Georgia firmly into the Trump column um, if that were to happen. But in the states that have already been counted, I think there is enough margin for Joe Biden to still win, even if this type of lawsuit is successful. So what's the point? Well, the president has been playing up this narrative for quite a while. And it is, of course, to rile up his supporters. Uh, we've already seen hundreds, maybe thousands of angry Trump voters on the streets demanding to stop the count or to count the votes depending on where they are in the, in the nation, because um, surprise, surprise, Trump has been trying to be many different things at the same time. Um, and they are angry. They think the election has been stolen. They think um, that what the president is telling them is true. And on both of those counts, I think they are wrong. Um, now, it's not every day that you see Shepherd Smith, a former Fox anchor, have to interrupt um, a presidential press briefing on a different network to say, uh, actually, we have to break away from you here because what the president is telling you isn't factually correct. That's a bad day when the president has to be fact-checked live. It can't wait until after. has to be fact-checked live. Now, I get, I really do get that this whole the media... Um, are telling people the president is wrong when people feel the president has been talking out against the media for so long, why would they ever support him? I get that that idea is pervasive, but right now, there is just no evidence to support the Trump campaign's claims. None. The evidence is not there. So, like the media or dislike the media, at the moment, the blame for this situation lies with the president. Um, If if he can get his supporters angry enough, then maybe he will find a way to um, morally, in his eyes, win the election. Uh, I don't think that is likely in terms of any legal force, um, but this is going to kick up one hell of a stink for quite a while. Anyway, that is all the time we have for today on the Politics Unboxed podcast. I want to thank you very much for listening. I hope to see you all around again soon for the next episode and until then, goodbye.